Hi everybody, Jeanette Diffkins from Onyx Legal. And last week we got a question about using images and stuff on Facebook, um, quotes, all of those sorts of things that people use on social media. So what I thought I'd do is go through that process for you. What happens when you sign up for a social media account? So how many people in the room use Instagram? Yep. Okay. So Instagram and Facebook terms are substantially similar because they're the same company provider. Um, anybody use YouTube? YouTube and Google are the same providers. So their terms and conditions are pretty much the same. Um, anyone use Twitter? Yeah, a couple of people use Twitter. Um, all these social media platforms, there's over 200 social media platforms around the world, um, far away from the usual ones that like Facebook, Insta, LinkedIn, all of those sorts of things. Um, there are unique platforms for industries. There are things like Reddit, which younger people tend to use. Um, yep, Jay's nodding. Thanks, Jay. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, there, there's over 200 platforms out there. So you're probably using one or two of them. Um, in those platforms, what the terms and conditions habitually say, and these have been consistent for years. I've been reading the Instagram ones this morning just to see how they've been updated since Meta changed, you know, Facebook changed its name to Meta. They're much more plain English. So about Four years ago, there was an assessment on readability and someone someone doing the readability score on the Facebook terms and conditions said they were harder to read than Stephen Hawking's book. Um, so Facebook obviously listened because their terms and conditions now are very plain English, very easy to read. And what you do with, when you upload content to any of these social media platforms, what you are doing is you're giving them permission to use that content within that platform. And the rights that you're giving them are, and I'll read this off the terms and conditions, non-exclusive, which means they're not seeking any um, exclusive ownership of your rights or anything like that. They're not trying to acquire them. What they're doing is you're giving them permission, um, but you can also give other people permission to use the same material. That's what the non-exclusive part is. Royalty free, they're not paying you. <laughs> um, transferable, so the transferable part is that if the business was sold, they can transfer all of that um, permission to the purchaser um, but it also means it can be transferred to their suppliers so you know in ad marketing and that kind of thing um, it is transferable sub-licensable so you're giving them permission to give other people permission to use it uh, this is necessary for the functioning of the platform because if you didn't give them that sub-license then what happens is anything you post on a social media platform can't then be reposted by other users of that platform. So those share functions that you get would have to disappear. Um, so that's why the uh, sub-licensable term is in there worldwide, obviously. Um, and it gives them the license to host, use, distribute, modify, run, copy, publicly perform, display, translate, 
or create derivative works of your content. So the create derivative works one was really interesting to me. I don't know about you, but I get um, on my browser a different picture every day and it tells you where it's come from and a little bit about the area. A lot of those pictures come from um, social media or public sharing services because in the terms and conditions in the background, there's some permission about using them. Uh, so I don't know if Apple has changed recently with all of its new security permissions and everything, but it used to be that any photos you took with an Apple iPhone, you gave Apple permission to use just because you use their device to take those images. And that's how come they get some of those spectacular images that end up on their marketing because um, they're using them royalty free because you use their device to create them. So be aware of that. So when you put something on social media, you're giving the platform permission to reuse that material, but you're also giving every other user on that platform permission to reuse that material within that platform. So it doesn't give them permission to take it outside of that platform, but it does give them permission to reuse it in that platform. So if you put up a, you know, cat video and somebody likes it, you're giving them permission to share that within the same platform. Um, what happens with works that you find on the platform? Um, so the first thing is what you upload, you are promising the platform owner that you have permission to upload that content, that you haven't gone and taken it for some, from somewhere else. So one of the things um, that I see quite a lot is brainy quotes. Um, brainy quotes have specific terms and conditions provided you use their specific links and their branding ends up all over it you can repost their images or whatever they do onto social media but if you just use the words you can't use the images they put behind them and that kind of thing the formatting of it um, quotes are not protected by copyright because they're not long enough generally um, so all of these services like Brainy Quotes that allow you to go and have a look up who said what when um, and then use that material. There's no copyright in that material. There is copyright in the little slides that they make with images of that material. Um, so you can use the words but not the images. So you're giving promising that you have permission to share content. You, are, you do have permission to reshare content within the platform. Can you take it off the platform? If it's not your content, not without permission. So you need to go and contact the person who puts that up on the platform and say to them, hey, I want to share this with my tribe, but they're in a different platform. So I want to share it with my tribe in Twitter instead of Facebook. You need permission from the person who put it up before you go and do that. Otherwise, you could be infringing their intellectual property rights. Um, and that applies to all copyright. So copyright vests in things like images, audio, video, um, words, architecture, uh, all sorts of things. But whatever you use on social media, you still need permission to take it out of that platform, but you don't need permission to repost it within that platform. All right. So does that answer the question that came up last week? I think it was Sabrina's question, was it? Yeah. Cool.
All right. Now, there was one other thing I wanted to take you to, and that is terms and conditions. <laughs> I do read terms and conditions, um, not all of the time, but from time to time. And I do go and check out um, terms and conditions that you might have on your websites when we're having a meeting or something. I'll go and check out someone's website. I will look at what they have on the face of their website, but I also have a check of their terms and conditions. And I can tell you, if you are using platforms um, that you don't have control of, so Kajabi, Thinkific, Teach This, they're all education platforms. Uh, I know we've got a number of people, coaches and educators who use those kind of platforms. Um, Shopify, uh, there's a few others around. If you're using a platform like that, the terms and conditions in the back end that they allow you to just automatically have with your store or whatever you're selling or marketing are not appropriate to your services or products. They're appropriate to their platform. So they are not creating template terms and conditions for their customers to use with with end product purchases, what they're doing is they have terms and conditions that their platform uses with you and no further. So if you're using one of those platforms, and I've got a client at the moment who uses Kajabi, and they're using, they're actually using Kajabi and Thinkific for two different products. They're at the getting a website built and pulling everything together into one platform and one space. And we're in the process of writing their terms and conditions and putting everything together for them because what they thought was adequate and appropriate actually doesn't meet their business needs at all. So terms and conditions can make a difference to your business. And if you don't know why they're there and you don't know what they say, then you need to book a time to have a chat with our team and work out what you should have in place and get it fixed. Um, so, any questions? Yeah, Dave. I've lost you. You, you said that quotes don't qualify for trademarking because they're too short. But And I guess my question is not really about trademarking but it are, are there consequences in the event that someone quotes you without attributing the quote to you okay so it was copyright not trademark they're two very different legal concepts um you can trademark quotes because trademark applies to shorter things but that's a whole different conversation so we'll leave that to another time it doesn't attract copyright because it's not substantial um attribution is more around moral rights and in terms of moral rights being part of copyright they're too short to attract that kind of protection um but moral rights under copyright, what they do is they protect your authority as author of something, your ability not to have your work denigrated um, and not to have someone else put their name on your work and claim it as their own. But quotes are just not considered substantial enough to attract that kind of protection, um, which is why catchphrases like just do it get trademark protection because they're too short to get copyright protection but everybody knows where they came from that's more about the branding and that's how come it falls into trademark um, 
phrases that become popular on advertising. Um, not Happy Jan. Who remembers that ad? It was a Telstra ad. And it's become part of common Australian language. The person who wrote that, Not Happy Jan, picked, you know, got the Australian sensibility and everybody's picked it up, but it's not subject to copyright or anything like that. Um, Telstra would have to trademark it to protect it. Um, attribution, plagiarism, those sorts of things. Plagiarism is a big issue in academic circles and any sort of scientific circle where you want to um, demonstrate the validity of your work. Uh, and it needs to be um, more substantial to attract the actual moral rights protection under copyright law. All right. So, yeah. Right. Your, there yep. we go. That's unmute both microphones. Um, <laughs> I loved it. Um, awesome session. People needed to hear it. I know that those terms have been there for a long time. And lately I've seen people freaking out about it, that Facebook changed their terms and thinking it that it was the end of the world. easier to read. Yeah. So it's been like this the whole time. Um, so I'm glad that it's been explained. Um, also, how much do you charge for custom terms and conditions? Because I think at the moment I'm using a template that I got from you and that I've also added other stuff onto it that's obviously more to my business. Um, yep. But yeah. So we do standard uh, website terms of use and privacy policy and disclaimer for 13, from 1320. So $1,200 plus GST, basically. Um, it gets more expensive depending on what kind of service terms and conditions fit around that. So this client I'm talking about at the moment with Kajabi, what we're actually creating for them is website terms of use with commercial terms. So they're, you know, refund shipping, all of that sort of stuff. Privacy policy, and they've got to be GDPR compliant and a disclaimer as one set of documents. But we're also doing a service agreement for them because they're offering four different products and services. And there's some certain terms and conditions that need to fit around them because there's some coaching and mentoring and that kind of thing involved. And that's a particular area that needs a different kind of treatment. Um, so, yeah, they, there's a different cost base to that because it's a bit more involved. Okay. Anna. Thanks, Jeanette. It's always very helpful. My question is, I have a Facebook group and it's all about just motivational quotes and I post daily. But the quotes that I use, I get from an app for my phone. And they provide quotes, but also the backgrounds for the quotes. And uh, when I look through and I decide which one I want, I choose the background. And then I get this uh, button where I can say save image, save it, and then I post it. Am I going well, against It depends on the terms and conditions of the app. So you need to go and have a look at the terms and conditions of the app. The app will say, if it gives you that functionality, I am guessing that it is designed for you to post on social media, but without reading the terms and conditions of the app, I can't tell you. Um, and it would be around intellectual property rights and permissions that you want to be looking for in those terms and conditions. Okay, thank you. Excellent. Nice. 
Okay, I've got a question. As I mentioned before, you've got uh, Instagram and you've got uh, Facebook being the same companies, terms and distances are similar. Can you transfer things from Instagram to Facebook and Facebook back to Instagram? Yeah, they've created that. Excellent. But then you can't take to the other platforms and to, uh, unless you go back and talk to the person who owns it in the first place. That's it, yeah. Excellent. Okay, well, thanks very much for that.